Hey family, welcome to Mind Day Care Podcast, where we nurse our minds back to better health. I'm your host, Kyra Fisher. Come on in the room and let's get started. Hey family, welcome to another episode of Mind Day Care Podcast. I am your host, Kyra Fisher. I always say come on in the room and let's get started, but I feel like I want to sing it. Come on in the room. Those who are churchy know that what song I just sung in the room. (laughs) But come on in the room, you guys. Today is going to be a very, very informative episode. I am super excited. I want you to gather everyone around that you know. Get your broke friends. Get the people who are always asking you for $5 or always asking you to borrow money. Call them up. Give you know, Send them my, my, um, my, my, the name of the podcast. And tell them to listen in today because I really feel like the information, yet brief, is going to be beneficial. Okay? So what we're talking about today, y'all, we're talking about finances. Okay? Finance. Dun, 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 dun. Finance. Yes, we're talking about finances. We're talking about that money. We talk about getting our money right. I went to a, a conference a long time ago. Uh, the hip hop community was trying to talk to the urban community about getting their finances together. This was probably over 15 years ago. And the name of the conference or the Travel and Financial Conference was called Get Your Money Right. And that's that's the name of today's show. Get your money right. You got to say it with a little flair. Get your money right. Yes, not the best English for the kids that are listening in the background. We want to speak phonetical. We want to speak proper English. And the way to properly say it is, let's get our financial business together. <laughs> okay, class? But no, seriously, on a serious note, I wanted to talk about finances. I, yesterday, I stopped at my um, my full-time job, the job that actually pays. Um, <laughs> this one will be paying soon, praise God, in the name of Jesus. But I stopped at my job yesterday and got into a conversation with one of my employees. And the conversation was about finances. And I was saying that this year, 2024, is the year of financial debt cancellation. And so um, I was talking to another coworker and he kind of interjected because he heard me talking about some actual nuggets. And so in that conversation, he was saying that he had some, some, a few, a student loan debt, no credit card debt, which was great. Um, he owned a house before and he lost to for, lost it to foreclosure. So he owed some money on that, um, probably a total of like maybe $35,000 of debt that he owed. And so we, I started to talk to him about ways that he can um, cancel his debt because um, my husband and I will be out of debt in August of this year. Come on, don't hate, appreciate, clap it up. Come on, let me hear the congratulations. We will be out of debt August 2024, um, and it was very intentional um, how we wanted to get out of debt. And let me stop saying a lot of ums because I don't edit my videos and I don't want you to get irritated by the ums, okay? So we are going to be debt-free 2024, praise God, by the grace of God. But I want to talk to you specifically how we're doing it, how we planned it, and we worked a plan and um, how spiritual uh, principles 
apply to that and how practical uh, principles also apply to that as well um, for us to be out of debt. And and I said um two times. Every time I say um, just ask me for a quarter. Okay, I'll give it to you. I promise. So back to the young man. I asked him. Uh, okay, here go the quarter. I asked him how much debt are you in? Do you have a budget? And so let's start there. A budget. Do you have a budget? Ask your neighbor. Huh? Do you have a budget? Look your neighbor to the left. Do you have a budget? What is a budget? A budget is spelling out everything, all of your expenses, meaning everything you're paying out and your revenue has to be somewhere, your income. And so when you list all your budget or your expenses, excuse me, when you list your expenses, it'll let you know how much you have going out each month. And so for instance, if your income is $5,000 a month and you got expenses of $5,500 or your expenses are $6,000, well, you're over budget. You need to start trimming the fat of your budget. The budget is so important. I'm not a financial expert. I'm just telling you what we do and I think it's going to bless you. Budget is so important because you have to list everything that you spend money on every month, everything you guys, subscriptions, those sneaky subscriptions, subscriptions that you don't even know you have. If you have an Apple phone, you can, you can go to your subscriptions and you can see what subscriptions you have. You may not even know what you're paying out every month. All your utility, you know, your basics, your mortgage, your utility, what you're paying on credit cards, groceries, gas, car note, car insurance, how much you spend on out going out to eat, what you spend on cable, what you spend on what you're spending on your uh, internet services, all of that. Everything you're spending needs to be on this budget. And then you get all of your income, whether you're married or you're single, and you see what's matching up. You will see very quickly what's going on. A lot of people don't like talking finances. They don't like, a lot of people don't know what they're spending out each month. They're just spending spending out money and wondering why they live in paycheck to Monday, not paycheck to paycheck, paycheck to Monday, or even paycheck to the end of the day. By the time you get your paycheck in the morning, it's all gone by the end of that, that Friday that you got it or whatever day you get paid. So we want to get out of that rat race this year, 2024. Come on, repeat after me. Say 2024. I will be debt-free or in 2024, I will have a plan on how to become debt-free, okay? So the reason why we're talking about this on the podcast, on this Mind Daycare podcast, we talk about mental health because there is a such thing as financial stress, huh? For the people in the back, there is a thing called financial stress. And what does financial stress look like? Financial stress looks like this, withdrawal from social activities. That could mean a lot of things. It could be withdrawal from social activities because you're broke and you don't have the money because you don't have your budget and you don't know how much you're spending out versus how much you got coming in. But financial stress can cause you, cause you to be or withdraw or cause you to withdraw from social activities. Number two, financial stress can increase anxiety. You be very fearful, shaking in your boots when you go to the cash register. Let me raise my hand. Let me be very transparent. About mm, two years ago, we had to 
let me pause because um, I don't want to embarrass anyone. But anyway, let me go back. So about two years ago, I was at Alta. And I had about three credit cards in my wallet, a debit card. I used one of the credit cards and it declined. And then I called my husband and I said, which credit card can I use? The reason why, number one, the issue, the biggest issue was the obvious. But the other issue was I was doing that very often. And I had an aha moment through the Holy Spirit. Okay. And the Holy Spirit said, how much longer are you going to live? like this. I didn't um, anoint you to live like this. You are royalty. Does royalty live like this? And the answer was no. From that day, I started to take charge of my finances and I talked to my husband and we started to begin to switch roles of who was responsible for what. So my husband is excellent at paying bills. I mean, super fantastic expialidocious. He is fantastic at paying bills. I mean, he pay them before the time is due. Our 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 debt, our our payment um, trends are on point because of that man. I, however, not great. If there's a such thing as having your water cut off three times in one week, that would be I, because I am not great at paying bills. However, I am great at saving. I am great at uh, allocating money toward paying toward debt. My husband is also great at paying debt, as I mentioned. But at the time, he was in control of everything. I was giving my paycheck over to him. I'm just being transparent because I think I'm going to help somebody out. And I was letting him do whatever. But then I noticed that we weren't, we didn't have any money in the bank. For me, I can sleep at night when I know I have money in the bank. So when I noticed that we didn't, and I noticed that this was a trend year after year, we sat down and I said, honey, I want to take over this side of the of the finances. You continue to do the bill paying. Let me take over the saving part of it. Long story short, we had a financial turnaround because we communicate. I communicated with my spouse on what the Holy Spirit just downloaded to me was it needs to the roles need to be changed, and you're going to see progress. So that anxiety of financial stress. I went all the way around the mulberry bush to come back is real. I I remember being in lines where I'm like, man, and I wasn't really so embarrassed at someone seeing my car decline, although embarrassing <laughs> in itself. I was more embarrassed of me and us not being financially responsible. Does that make sense? Don't know if it really makes sense, but it made sense to me. So that anxiety of being a part of financial stress is real. Another part of financial stress is depression. Oh, you can get depressed when the money is funny, honey. You can get depressed when that money is funny, honey. It's not funny, all jokes aside. Depression is real where you don't want to you don't want to get out of bed. You don't find joy in the things you used to find joy in. Everything is doom and gloom and all hope is lost. Another um, uh, sign of financial stress is physical pains, headaches, backaches, shoulders, neck, knees and shoulders. You know, what is that? Head, shoulders, knees and toes, knees and toes, everything hurting because the, fi the finances aren't right. Can't go on vacations. You can't, 
you know, the finances, everything hurts physically when those finances are not right. Shame, shame of not being where, where you think you should be because you're in a financial hole. You know what I mean? Another, um, okay, I'm gonna give you the quarter. I just said, um, where are you counting? I'm counting. Another stress symptom of finance, financial issues is feeling hopeless. You can really feel hopeless when you don't have any financial planning, your finances are haywire. So this is why this topic relates to mental health. And this is why I'm talking about it today. Ta-da! Back to regular programming. So debt cancellation, 2024. Let's focus on canceling debt. Let's get real with our finances. Let's get real with our spending habits. Some of us spend too much. I mean, you got to have the latest to the greatest. And then some of us, we think, oh, it's on sale. It's okay. Well, you said that 10 items ago, those 10 items was on sale too. And now all of those 10 items are adding up to a, a, a pretty hefty chunk. Well, I shop at the resale shop. Yeah, but you shopped at the resale shop three weeks in a row. And every time your bill was $100, yet you have a bill of a credit card bill, $2,000, where you could be putting that $300 toward that. Or you're at work and you're eating out every day, which what? A good meal is about $20, 15 to $20. You multiply that times three in a week, that's $60. You multiply that times four, that's $240. Possibly you could be spending on out to eat. And don't let your spouse be double duty and like you are, then you're in trouble. That's almost $500 you're spending on going out to eat. Yet you got a $5,000 credit card bill to that $500 could be going to. Do you see where I'm going, folks? Right? Right. Okay. So I, uh, let me get this out of my eye, y'all. Y'all watching it. It's live. It's okay. So one, one of the persons that I listen to is Dave Ramsey. No, it's, this is not an affiliate. I'm not getting paid for this promotion, but he helps people in a, in a basic, uh, way, um, if you, well, I don't want to say in a basic way. Let me go back. I would say his information is good. Let me put it that way. Would his information work for somebody in a Fortune 500 company? Yeah, if they were in debt, maybe. Okay. So it, it, some of his philosophies are a little different. And he says, you know, all debt is bad debt. Well, if you're able to leverage credit card uh, credit cards to invest in a business that's going to give you a quick return and you can pay it off, well, that's not necessarily bad debt per se. You know what I mean? So it's it's pros and cons. But one of, the, one of the things he does do is he does focus on debt cancellation. I mean, if you listen to his podcast, you'll, you'll hear some real great nuggets. And so he has a book called Baby Steps. His name is Dave Ramsey. And he has seven steps in these baby steps that can help you get out of debt. And so one of them, step number one, if you're writing down, save $1,000 in a starter emergency fund. You should have $1,000 in emergency fund just set. Step number two, after you do that, pay off all your debt except for your house and use the snowball effect to pay off your debt. Step number three, save three to six months of expenses in a fully funded emergency fund. Step number four, invest 15% of your household in income to retirement. Step number five, save for children's college fund. Step number six, pay off your home early. Uh, when I say save for children's college fund, start saving and, and get a real, real 
fact, a substantial amount in there. You might even want to research how much it's going to cost for your child to go to college. And if they don't get a scholarship, well, who's going to pay for it? Because you definitely don't want them to get in student loan debt. And I'm going to talk about that in a minute when I share my story. So um, number five, step number five, save for children's college fund. Step number six, pay off your home early. And step number seven, build wealth and give, okay? But this all starts, before you get into these steps, you need to create a budget. You need to know how much you're spending every month, how much does it cost to live your life, live in your house, drive, how much is all that, get it all down, and then how much income you have coming in. And then start shaving off where you can um, cut to cut the fat, if you will, in your budget. We talked about it, going out to eat, shopping. You got enough clothes. You got like 10,000 T-shirts. You don't need another one from Walmart. I don't care if it's on sale for $1.99. Put it back. I said, put it back. If you don't see me, I'm hitting my hand. But I mean it. Put it back. So start with that. Start trimming down what you can trim down in your budget. Then once you do that, you can start with step one. It will be easier to save $1,000 in an emergency fund when you trim the fat because you may not see how you can save $1,000 in your emergency, you know, in a, in a savings account. You may not see that. But if you do a budget and you start listing all, all what you pay out, you can, you can probably find out where you can save $1,000. And we are step number two. Most of you all listening to me, if you know, maybe it's not most, maybe it's a small percentage, you're going to be on step one and two for a minute. So step one, save a thousand dollars in your in emergency fund. Now step two is pay off all your debt except for your house using the snowball effect. And what is the snowball effect? So you got two schools of thought when it comes to paying off debt. One is the snowball effect, which I'm getting ready to explain, and one is the avalanche effect. The snowball effect is pay, start paying off the smallest amount of debt you have. So if you have a bill that's twelve hundred, another bill that's five thousand, one that's two thousand, one that's five hundred dollars. Well, what's the smallest amount in that? Five hundred dollars. So the snowball effect, and the theory is, um, I said the effect, but the snowball theory is pay off the smallest one first. Why? Because as you pay them off, if you pay the smallest one off first, you you will start to feel elated and excited about this whole journey of paying your debt off. You start feeling accomplished because the $500 debt is gone. And now you work on the next one, which is a $1,200 one. Then that's gone. Then you work on the next one, which is the 5000 whatever. You just keep going. The avalanche um, theory is you pay off, you start paying off the debt with the highest interest rate. So if you got three credit cards, one is 18%, one is 24%, one is 28%, the avalanche effect would say pay off the one that's 28%. But Dave Ramsey recommends the snowball effect, and I agree too. Pay off the smallest debt uh, first before you pay off, before you focus on the interest rate. And you have to see what works well for your family, but that's just recommended or suggested. It's not the rule. But uh, Dave Ramsey sticks to his seven steps pretty tightly. So it is possible. So the, the Holy Spirit, this is why it's so important to be in tune with the Holy Spirit, man. I'm telling you, I'm going to talk about God on this podcast. I don't care what you say. If you're listening and you don't want to hear it, put me on pause and come back to it in one minute because I'm about to go on a ramble, okay? The Holy Spirit, which is Jesus, right? 
a part of the Trinity, the Father, Son, the Holy Spirit, all are one in the Godhead. Don't have time to go down that, that rabbit hole. It will show you all things. It will bring things to your remembrance. This is the nugget I got from that, that, that part in the scripture, the Holy Spirit will bring things to your remembrance. Is <laughs> Woo, I'm about to run, y'all. I'm trying to, my feet moving. Y'all don't even see it. When it says the Holy Spirit bring things to your remembrance, and I'm pretty sure it says that, it's not the things that you remember necessarily because we might not know things about certain things that there is to know, but it'll bring God's thoughts to your memory for your remembrance. Oh, I just said a nugget. Mm -mm -mm. It will bring God thoughts to your memory for your remembrance, for your recollection. Okay. And you're not operating on your own sense knowledge. You'll be operating from his eternal, infinite knowledge. Am I saying that right? Hooked on phonics works for me. So one day, this is before I got married. Now, no one in my family ever did this. So I know this was from the Holy Ghost. I'm 30, I was 31 at the time, working a job, making, I don't know, $15 an hour. It's a long time ago, y'all. And I wanted to, I was living with my mother. I love my mother, but two grown women living together is like oil and hot oil. Not just oil and water, hot oil and hot water, okay? Scolding, boiling water, okay? And I love you, mom. Okay, so... It, it just wasn't working. It was time for me to go anyway, but I was I was in school full time. And so I just uh, graduated. When, no, I was getting ready to graduate with my bachelor's in social work. And I was working for a nonprofit. And long story short, someone donated houses. The way God did this thing is ridiculous. And I, I'll share that on the next episode. Uh, we'll, we'll continue to talk about finances a little bit on the next episode. I'm going to save a little bit, okay? If I don't talk about it, send me a DM and remind me you didn't talk about it. But no one has ever bought a house in my family. I mean, just, just paid cash for it. Mortgage free, right? At the time. And the Holy Spirit's like, you can do that. I'm like, say what? I can't? Really? So an opportunity came up for that to happen. I bought a, a, a house that was, I think it was foreclosed or it had squatters in it. So the opportunity came for me to get the house. I'm going to just tell y'all the story now. I'm not even going to wait till next episode. So this nonprofit got the house donated. They had a list of houses the bank donated. And the house that I wanted, I was looking with a realtor. I put an offer in on it. And then the realtor said, someone else put another offer in. The house is off the market. I got so upset. Oh, I was boiling. My blood was boiling. My nails was boiling. Everything was boiling. The Holy Spirit said, stop looking for a house. I said, say what? The Holy Spirit said, stop looking for a house. And I said, say, say what? So I said, okay, I'm going to be obedient. Don't want to be, but I'm going to be obedient. So I was obedient. Two weeks later, nonprofit I was working for said the bank was donating these houses they had on the market for a long time. They're not moving, so they're just going to do it as a write-off. So I was a community organizer at the time. I got the list of houses and my boss said, go check these out, see if the, our nonprofit can utilize it. If not, then whatever. So as I'm looking on this list, I take my nephew with me and one of the addresses looked familiar, but I'm not thinking. I just said it just looked very familiar. So we go to two houses in, in one city and then we go to another house and, and 
and and and then I'm at this last house where the address. I, we're getting ready to go to this last house where the address looks familiar. We pull up and girl, guess what? Guess what, girl? Yeah, you right, girl. It was the house that I put the offer in. This bank was giving it to the nonprofit. I called my boss so quick. I said, you won't believe this. When I tell you, now you listen to me. That was, if you don't know God is real, God is really then real, real. I went to my boss, I called my boss and the next morning I said, so what are we going to do? I put an offering on this house and they told me it was off the market. Now you got it. What you going to sell it to me for? He said, I'm going to sell it to you for, for this amount. And I said, I got this amount in the, in the, in the, in the bank. Just put it this way. It was under $5,000. I said, I got this amount in the bank. I give you a check right now. I go get it right now. He said, okay, I went and got it. I got this house, y'all. When the Holy Spirit says, wait, he is telling you that for a reason. And you say, well, how will I know his voice? Spend time with God. Spend time with, that's how you know. How are you falling deeper in love with your spouse? You spend time. How do you know your spouse's voice when your back is turned and they come in the room? Because you're spending time. It's just, it's just going to come. Don't try to make it bigger than it is. It's just going to come. You're going to get used. You're going to know. You're going to get used to it. And you're going to know when you hear God's voice. And so long story short, that's how I got the house. So then it's the same house my husband and I moved into, debt-free, mortgage-free. Boom. Went the back way of Dave Ramsey plan, but when you listen to the Holy Ghost, he'll set you up. Your light shall be greater than your past. Come on. You remember that, Martha Menizzi? And you will be blessed more than you can ask if you listen. Okay? If we listen. Now, I don't get it right all the time, but baby, when I do listen, ooh-wee, it's a setup for a glow up. Okay? And so back to our getting our finances together, we 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 had that going on. We are now getting our finances so much so that we will be debt free this year. All glory to God, because He will give you a plan. He will give you a plan. The Holy Spirit told me, stop spending this, stop spending that. Focus on your debt. Focus on your debt and go hard. Because once once we are out of debt. Man, the sky's the limit, right? But one of the biggest things, okay, the biggest thing, all you people went to school, now I'm getting my country voice going on because it's about to be a heavy nugget. All you people that went to school and got student loan debt, the PSLF program, the Public Service Loan Forgiveness, is real, y'all. It's really than real. Why? Because thank you, President Biden and Vice President Kamala. I appreciate you. Appreciate you. Oh, yes, I do. Oh, yes, I do. Because that program I was in for 10 years, okay, and then he did the waiver a year ago where he allowed you to um, collect that time that you didn't, you, you didn't, you didn't qualify for. He let you go back all the way to the beginning of the program, which allowed me to fulfill the requirements of 120 qualifying payments which some of them I was in deferment on, right? Or economic hardship, long story short, once he did that waiver in 2022, it, it calculated to the 120 threshold, which was the, excuse me, which was the criteria. And Mr. Biden, the drum roll, and President Kamala, 
Kamala Harris. Boom. Paid off $109,000 of my student loans. Okay. And and for and I didn't know, I didn't think the program was real either. I said the government, they not doing that, paying that for free. It was really than real when it came off my credit report, y'all. When it came off my credit report, everything relaxed on me, okay? And I was like, wow, look at God. So it's possible. It really is possible. Debt cancellation is very possible. So I want you to be encouraged. I want us I want us to tackle our debt. I want us to get a plan. I want you to pray about the plan. Ask God to give you a plan to pay off your debt. And then you got to be really real with your spending habits and your bad spending habits. Come on through. You got to be honest. Just get all the way honest. And if you marry, it is time to have a conversation about your finances. And I promise you, it's going to bless your heart and all your parts if you listen to what I'm saying. So I just want to hit you with a scripture, one of my favorite scriptures, Deuteronomy 8 and 18, which is going to wrap a real good bow on this episode. Okay. Deuteronomy 8, 18 says, remember the Lord thy God, remember him. When you planning your day or planning your finances or planning, trying to get a plan, Remember to include him. It says, remember the Lord thy God, for it is he that giveth thee the power to do what? Get wealth. It is in your Bible. I promise you, Deuteronomy 818. It is he who gives you the power to get wealth, that he may establish his covenant, which um, he swear unto the father as it is this day. So he can establish his covenant. People need to see you. Blessed people need to see you um, prospering in your financial ways and, and not being in debt. People need to see you because, believe it or not, that's a witnessing tool. Oh, yes, it is. People will listen to you about salvation if they know your finances in order. Shame the devil, okay? You can talk about me if you want to, but it's the truth, Ruth. People listen to you more when you have your financial business in order. It is a witnessing tool to prosper. Woo! I'm teaching and y'all ain't got to say nothing, but I know I'm telling the truth. I'm gonna read the scripture one more time for the people in the back back. Deuteronomy 8 and 18. Remember the Lord thy God, for it is he that giveth you the power to get well. Remember that um, um, verse or that phrase, Knowledge is power. Mm -mm. So if he's giving you power, he's giving you the knowledge and supernatural power. That my debt, too long getting paid off, 109, that was God. Yeah, he worked through Biden. He worked through the government. That was strictly God because that program had never existed. You can't tell me it ain't God. I know people who finished college, who finished college in 1987, didn't have this benefit. It, it came in this season. I say, my daddy did it for me. Who my daddy? God, he did it for me. He might did it for you too, but he know my name, okay? And so he know all y'all name. I'm just playing. God is not a respecter person. So read that scripture, meditate on that scripture. Go to God, ask him to give you a plan. I promise he, he will. He will do it. Won't he do it? Yes, he will. I want you guys to be blessed. I love you. There's not a thing you can do about it. And in this here parts of my daycare podcast, 
we are nursing our minds back to better health. Not only are we nursing our minds back to better health, we're nursing everything that can affect our minds back to better health. And today we talked about finances. I hope you were blessed. I believe you were. Join us on the next epi on the next episode. And guess what, y'all? I recorded this on Facebook. I'm sorry, not Facebook, YouTube. I am on YouTube, you all. Follow me. Come watch it, girl. I'm looking mighty cute today. That's not important, but hey, I think it is. But follow me. Come watch me and watch this episode on YouTube. Don't just watch it. Subscribe, okay? Like and share. I love you guys. Peace. Thank you for listening to today's show. Please follow us on Facebook at Mind Daycare Podcast. Or if you have any questions or would like to hear a specific topic, please leave a comment or even message me through Facebook. Thanks again.